Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the third episode of the TBA podcast. We're we're back in the live again. It's your boy, Ironic Thirteen, with the man himself, Bad Ape Stan. Kyoto. And our man, Z Confusions, Mr. Laker himself, Ty. Hello, Laker gang. Go Lakers. Well, uh, what a sad, sad moment in NBA history. The Lakers won their 17th championship over the depleted Heat. Any thoughts, guys? GG's. GG's. Well, <laughs> to be honest, we we me and um me and Stan were actually talking about like we want a competitive game. Yeah. It didn't go it didn't go the wire that way. Yeah. Until, like, uh, yeah. The last, like, I mean, <laughs> minute and a half. Of the <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, the Lakers just blitzed them, eh? Like from the start, like. It wasn't even like the, the the Heat were just beating themselves, Loki. Like they missed so many open shots and turned it over so many times, and it was just like. So I had this like go after game five, right? It was a very close game, and Jimmy played. He only didn't play like what was it, forty three seconds or something like that. They said, so he basically played. He played forty seven minutes at the end of the whole game, and after that game was over, they obviously they beat the Lakers. But I was sitting there thinking like one day's rest for Jimmy to come back, like how. This whole team, after a crazy game like that, like, how are they going to be feeling? Because I knew that, like, obviously LeBron and AD and people. You what? That's exhaustion right there. Yeah, so that's kind of what I think. They put everything they had into game five and game six. Like, it was almost like they just, their tank was empty. You know what I mean? Like, they they gave everything in game five. Because even the Lakers gave them a good, like, game five was a was a really good basketball game. Like, Bro, that was a really I was, good basketball I, game. I, I was just thinking literally today. I was like, Game Five is probably like one of my favorite basketball games in recent memory. Like that was a really great basketball game, and it took both teams really giving a lot. And not to say like I think that the Heat really gave like all they had left in the tank, and I think that the Lakers just had enough left. I mean, they'd been there before, and I think that. I mean, yes, the experience. Hard in game five, but I think I think the experience. I think they knew that, like, okay, if we lose this, like, we still have game six. Like, I don't know. I feel like when AD got hurt, right, like in game five, he went out for a little bit because he was hurt and everything. I feel like if it's not game five and if we weren't up three one and potentially just about to make it like three two or like even though we could win, obviously, I feel like he would have just been right back in the game and not really cared about an injury. That's just how I feel. Like in game six, I feel like that's more so how our team was operating, and that's why. The Heat kind of operated like that in Game Five because they had to. I mean, they were they're down three one. They have to win, so I think that they really just exhausted themselves out. Like Iron said, they just had nothing left in the tank. I mean, to be honest, like this is what happens when you don't have another reliable scorer besides Jimmy on the team, and and when your second best player is injured. Who uh, who was it? Bam. Bam, Bam, yeah. I mean, Bam Bam would would give you decent minutes, but I guess like who would be your who would be your other score that will drop you twenty points? I mean, at the start at the start of the playoffs, it was like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, but and well, also the thing is Goran and Goran was hurt for most of the series, and he came back in Game Six, which not to say that like that played anything in it, but I think that like. I don't know. I think that Gore, like they were already playing well in the series how it was. I think Goran should just try to stay at, you know, like, I mean, I get that he was their second score, but I feel like sometimes when he was getting in the game, sometimes like you could tell that he hadn't played five games in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell that he was out for a few games and like wasn't really in basketball rhythm. One, games one, two, and three in, in our second episode, right? Right? Yes. 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 So four, four, five, four and five. Wait, four, five, and six, right? Yeah, that was four, five, and six. I felt that I felt that it was like it was kind of difficult for Miami to ever come back. I had hoped for them to come back and make this series into a very, very interesting series. I, I'm I'm glad that we had game five because like we yeah I'm glad f- from a basketball stand- standpoint like I'm you know that that's like you know like I said they just gave it their all and that's like nothing else they can do so it's kind of like a fitting into the run you know what i mean like because like they can't physically can't do anything else but the thing is it's like a sad it's a sad like realization that the fact that like there might be a chance that miami doesn't come back to the nba finals with this team but i mean no one expected them to even get to the finals in the first place 
So I know. But so you can see you can see that as it being a dub right there. You know. It it is a dub, but I feel like it's gonna be a, ha- a sad realization that they're still gonna be a mediocre team by the start of next year because of the fact that like they'll tr- double or triple team Jimmy, and they'll they'll live and die if Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson make shots because of the fact that like. If you really think of it, they're both just spot-up shooters. Duncan Robinson can maybe attack the basket, but the man missed easy fucking floaters during game game six. The Heat, I think, are going to look a little bit different next season because um, you have a few people whose contracts are expiring and are really only kind of, like, there to, like... Like, Jay Cotter, I don't know how long Jay... I think Jay might expire this. I could be wrong on that. I think but, I think Jay, uh, Jay Crowder is still... Andre Iguodala, too, I think, is up. So, I think that their team's going to look a little bit different. And those players are going to be more mature. Like, I, like, um, I think that the Heat, they're going to be good for a few years if they keep... They'll Jimmy. be good for a few years, but I feel that, like, they're at the point where they need more. They do need more. They do need more. But also, I think we're forgetting—not forgetting, but like Tyler Hero is only a rookie, so it's like next year could be a lot more. Like Donovan Mitchell, he had a damn good rookie year, but then his second year he really broke out, and then people were like, "Ooh, Donovan could be kind of crazy." And now he's kind of—don't get me wrong—Donovan Mitchell's a damn good basketball player. He's still one of the best in the league, but he's not like you know. But his second season was like where he came out and was kind of like crazy and the jazz came out and they were like made a little playoff run a little bit too like because he was just going off that crazy so not saying that that's just going to happen for tyler harrow but i think that now that they're a little bit more mature and duncan has two years under him and a full like playoffs like this even though it was the bubble and everything i think that they come out like i mean more hey, mature hey, I, I, I feel like i feel like the heat are the favorites to win the east next year now I would believe that, but but depending on how where Giannis lands and mostly all these like I mean, it also kind of depends on the Celtics goal. as well because how much how much does Jason Tatum grow? How much does Jalen Brown progress? You know, and yeah. like maybe do they get like another sender that can fill that role? So I mean, I heard rumors that the the that the Celtics are interested in uh, Miles Turner on Indiana. And who? Indiana Miles Turner. Oh, Miles Turner. That's, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a great fit, but what are they going to give up? I mean, you, you, you have to throw I in what? You have to, like, put in Marcus Smart, I'm guessing. I mean, Jay Crowder's a free agent this year. <laughs> He's not going back to the Celtics. That's what I was saying is the Heat are going to look a little bit different depending on who they add and who they bring back and whatnot. The Heat are going to look a little well, bit different. Well, the Heat have space for him. Is it a max lot this year or next year? Goran is, I think Goran is done. Uh, I think Goran is not. I think Goran's gone too. That's another one I was forgetting. Goran's contract's up. Jay is up, and I believe Iggy's too. Iggy, yeah. Vets on the because I because I remember there was rumors of the Heat signing Giannis. Like you, you've seen those rumors, haven't you? Like for like. But Giannis is still under contract. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's for next year. That's that's why they're like I think you know there was those rumors that were like saying that Miami's freeing up all this cap. For like Bro, the, for no the twenty twenty one free agency, Gian- no no shot. Milwaukee will let Giannis walk. No shot. But I mean, he's a f- they, will, un- they he, will probably he's trade in, him or something. Ah, uh, sign mean, a trade. I mean, he's an unrestricted yeah. free agent, so I mean, ultimately he can leave. The thing is, they can sign a trade, but that's up to the player. I mean, AD didn't do that for the Pelicans. He wanted out, and he was ready. Like CP three has done sign and trades because he's always left cordially and just like agreed to be going somewhere. So he's like, okay. Like I, I'm, I'm an important piece here, and I know this. So let me do a sign and trade. Let me give you some value for me leaving because da 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 da. But yeah, I mean, CP3 is a rare guy. I don't sign and trades don't. Really, I mean, they do happen. Don't get me wrong. But Giannis or like the AD situation, there's no sign and trade that happened there because AD was tired of not winning. Which I think that I think in my eyes, I think that if Giannis does end up leaving or anything happens there, it just becomes that situation where he's just like, okay, we can't get over the hump. I'm done with you guys. Either trade me now. Or I am gone in the offseason. Peace, peace, peace. And so we made my question is like, what happens? What happens now for the Lakers since they have this chip? What's next? Just keep the team the same. Run it back, bro. <laughs> uh, I just, don't just think run this it. team. To be honest, if they do run it back, I don't think this team will be will the, be this cohesive. The only thing that they can change is probably what, like the bench, 
at like one or two different bench players. That's all I can realistically change. Like maybe like Markeith yeah. Morris isn't well, there next year, Danny Green isn't there next year. You get like someone else that's kind of similar in that role. Like that's pretty I was much. Say, you might see us try to make a move with Danny Green, but no one's going to pick up that money. He's fourteen mil a year, so. Yeah, he, he's might, he, he, he'll be. Uh, I mean, he he might get bought out, bro. He might even get bought out at this rate at the end of, by the end of the buyout market next season. He might be bought out at that point, bro. I mean, who knows? Maybe he comes back and has a good season. You know, you just never know. Like, yeah, like players yeah. do. Like I've seen. You know, I, don't, I can't think of any top of my head, but I feel like there are players that like like you know veteran players where they like have like a really off season when they're older and then like come back and bounce back a little bit better. You know, I mean, I he's got. It's going to be weird, but I could see Danny Green going to – I'm not – obviously, he's still in contract with us, but I could see him being a player like how I say the Heat's going to look a little bit different. I see a player like Danny Green going to the Heat because they already have young shooters and somebody that could, like, coach them in just different aspects. The, bro, the, bro, the memes about to go to Miami, bro, of Danny Green struggling for them, bro. <laughs> Hell no. It's, it's, 20, it's like 2021, bro. The Miami Heat versus the Lakers. Danny Green's wide open in Game Seven misses. Lakers win. Misses. Lakers win. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, bro. He misses one shot, and like NBA Twitter is just blowing up. Danny Green. Danny Green. Danny Green. Like, dude, he can miss one shot. I mean that. I don't know if I told you guys this. I explained it to some. Oh, I explained it to to the Chris. You guys know Chris. Um, he basically told me, he's like, Danny Green has to hit that shot. And I was like, no, don't get me wrong. I, I totally agree that Danny Green has to hit that shot. But right before that play happened, I literally knew. I, when I saw, okay, so Danny Green wasn't in the game. Vogel calls a timeout. We do what, uh, we make little subs, right? We set up our little offense. Who's coming in? Danny Green is now subbed in. He hasn't been in for a little bit. So you see him, Danny Green's a little bit older, okay? He's stretching, he's getting ready, but he hasn't been in the game for a little bit. So I'm like, literally, as we're going into the game, going into that play, I'm like, okay, Danny Green is just now checked in. He hasn't been in the game in a little bit. If the ball gets in his hands, I know Danny Green's a shooter, but I am nervous about him missing this shot because he hasn't been in the game in a little bit. He's not warm. He's not – I just didn't think he was ready. And then fast forward 30 seconds, he gets the ball. He's wide open, and he short shot the hell out of that shot. <laughs> well, I mean, Air, at the end of the day – Almost airballed. Uh, uh, and uh, I just was like I, – I, I felt like deja vu. Like I felt like I saw it because I felt it about to happen like i don't know why or what but as soon as the ball hit danny green's arms and the shot went up i instant like a you could see as soon as it left his hands that it was short but i felt like i'd already seen that before dude, I was like, dude for me for me i saw the shot and i was just like i was like okay he missed like fair enough like you you can't make every shot but when i saw markeith morris when i saw what he did that's when i was just like <laughs> what am i looking at like, 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 what is this? Like, how? Like, how can you for do that? For the audio listeners, we're talking about Game Five or Mark. Um, is it Markeith? It's Markeith, right? Yes, Markeith Mar Morris had the ball after Danny Green missed a wide open three. Has Has LeBron wide open on the corner? Has Danny Green open behind him? Tries to lob it to AD and just literally throws it to no one, just out of bounds. So yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, and 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 I'm not to mention he was wide open himself. So. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he, he was. was. He was open for like half he a second. He had people closing in, but he could have taken a shot versus do what he freaking did. Stay on that point. <laughs> like, okay, okay to be honest, I, I understand what's... I, you know what's probably happened? Like, what it looks like what's happened is because he gets that board and he, like, they know that there's like six or seven seconds left. So he's not ready to shoot it because he knows that there's a... He knows... No, I think like it was six seconds. Six, like uh -huh. five, five, four or five seconds. Like he knew that there was like, you know, he, he probably needed to make a pass. To like, yeah. To like, either AD or LeBron or a shooter. That's what he needed to do. And then he just the, like, the thing, he the, didn't see. He the, got tunnel vision. Didn't see. He saw AD and he was like, oh yeah. And then he just, oh like, there, yeah. And he rushed it. Yeah. Because I felt that he probably thought that AD could grab that ball and make an easy layup and get the get the Lakers that win. That's what I'm saying. Is he he rushed it because he wasn't thinking about the fact that like even though he did throw it to right here and AD had his hand up here, so it's like maybe AD could have done that. He was getting boxed and pushed, so it's like. That's a hard catch. That's why AD didn't even really go after it because I don't even know if AD thought that that was a pass to him. AD kind of went like, you know, like I don't even yeah, yeah, yeah. know. If it just wasn't a great pass at all, but pass to him because it was like so off. You know what I mean? It, it was it was tough to watch to be honest because like you just seen Danny Green as a Laker fan, you just seen Danny Green miss all season long. You see him miss now, and you're just like. <sighs> and then you're like, okay, but at least he, you know you got Bron. Get the ball to LeBron. Just let him chuck up a shot. He probably make it, and then he doesn't get he doesn't get it to him. He's just 
out of bounds. Hey, I, that, thing, when that happened, I literally turned off the game. I was just like, yeah, it's done. GG. The the thing is, like, I appreciate the fact that, like, LeBron is, doesn't get, like, overly frustrated at his teammates if he, if they miss shots. Hey, you know, he does get frustrated over. At J.R. Smith. At, if, 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 if someone doesn't play defense, <laughs> this, man's, this man's running down the court screaming at them, like, questioning them but, and like he's so hypocritical because he's so lackadaisical in the defensive end sometimes too and he you're right he'll get mad on like defensive mishaps and issues but it's like lebron i watched you stand there and do i reckon if you said that to him he'd be like all right do you want to show me game i'll show you game seven in the nba finals if i can't play defense <laughs> you know when he blocks Iggy, he, he just got that on repeat he's like you want to talk about when you're playing defense <laughs> You want to talk about the, the that's what he's saying to like Caruso, who makes a defensive player. Like, <laughs> See, like okay, and here's my thing. Let's pretend he did. Let's pretend you are LeBron. Asked me that question, right, Stan? Here's how I'm gonna analyze it. You still, you still, and this. Okay, let me make this clear for everybody listening and watching. I'm not a LeBron hater. I love LeBron. I got Kobe stuff, but LeBron's on this one, and I got LeBron jerseys. I love LeBron. Okay, but on that play, still, yes, he got the block on Iggy, but he slowed down because he wanted that damn block on Iggy. He could have. He could have played better defense. Not saying the block isn't great defense. He could have got in front of Iggy, slowed him down, and stopped the fast break like we're all coached to do. But he's LeBron damn James, and he said, oh, I'm going to slow. slow down. I'm going to test you real quick. Okay. And he did it. Don't get me wrong. But he could have sprinted and he could have stopped the fast break, bro. You know? Could have. All, all, that, all that matters is that he did it, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> So well, he brought a ring to he brought a ring to the Tinsel Town. That's the good thing, at least. And he's brought a ring to three places. So shout out to LeBron. And he, wait, was it? I saw somebody said that. What was the stat? He's like the first player to win. Like, oh no, he's because Kawhi. I remember everyone saying Kawhi is gonna be the first player to get three NBA Finals with three different teams. Or whatever. No, that's Danny Green. Finals MVP. Oh, finals MVP. Yeah, and then and then like everybody was saying it was gonna be Kawhi. You know, he's gonna go back to back, and then LeBron now actually no one actually realized that he was about to do this great thing as well because we're just like overlooking LeBron all the time. You know, appreciate the fact that the Lakers had a quick turnaround though, from like being a being a non playoff team to like a champion champion yeah. in like a year span. Even though the like they had to get rid of fucking Lonzo Ball. <laughs> And Brandon Ingram. We got a D. That's mate, mate. They had to trade their their, their future <laughs> for this. <laughs> like half of their bloody future is gone. I mean, they still got some of the future because by you know by the time AD's regressing, you'll have hopefully. I say hopefully because Lakers haven't been so great at developing young talent in the past. But I mean, Caruso's decent. Oh, I'm talking. Mate, I'm talking about that photo that I sent you in the Discord. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Ryan Kellys of the world and the Robert Sacres of the world. We ain't going back to that ever. All right, bro, Wayne Ellington, bro, Wayne. Bro, people, Ellington. people literally like so. You know, I'll be walking on the street and like here in New Zealand, like basketball is not like you know, like people like oh you play basketball that's cool. You know, it's never like like I can't I couldn't go have a talk talk with a random stranger like we talk about because they won't understand what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So yeah. but so I you know I'll be down there and then they're like fucking. <laughs> oh, I actually forgot, bro. I literally forgot what was in my head. It was, it was actually something like, like as well. I literally just forgot as I was talking about. No, it. no, no. They, they were. Oh my god. I need we were Probably the... talking about some sports, bro. bro I literally just but forgot. I, don't know. I literally just forgot. The, the thing oh, is, sorry. Like... No, it's because it's because the Lakers. Yeah, everyone's like Lakers. Oh, you support the Lakers? You're a bandwagon fan, right? Like you're just supporting the best team. That's what they say. And then I'm like, well, they say that. Yeah, you know, I'm no, no. No one says it about the Charlotte Hornets or the even the Chicago Bulls. They're like everybody knows those teams are not like. Yeah, but the thing is, they do that for the teams that are doing well. See, so, yeah, yeah. So if the Bulls are doing well, everyone would be like bandwagon. But like, because yeah. if yeah, but like I'm saying, it, Lakers are always they, they could be bad, and people just assume they're good because of the Lakers. Yeah. You know, that's what people do here because they're not actually like they don't watch that they don't watch it as much because it's not as popular yeah, so over here. Name they know, so they just assume you're bandwagon. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's like I'm pretty sure like some people don't realize that the Knicks are just like absolutely terrible and like have had like the worst front office ever and just had so many problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. They traded so. Christoph Porzingis for fucking Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. hasn't done anything right now. That's that's the thing about like the NBA. It's kind of so, weird. So yeah, when people say that, when I tell people I'm a Lakers fan, 
I'm just like, and they call me bandwagon. I'm just like to them, do you know about Robert Sacre? The, the 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 goat from Gonzaga. Do you know about Ryan? Do you know about Ryan Kelly, the Dirk, the next Dirk Nowitzki, mate? Do you know about this? These are all things that people said about these people. Okay, they, bro. Our best player was Wayne Ellington for like three oh, seasons. I thought your best, thought your best uh, player was uh, Nance at one point. That, that was that was that was that was way after this, bro. I was gonna say that's not the same point. Like. Hey, to be honest, the best player, I don't know if you remember this name, but Xavier Henry is probably the best player oh, on yeah, that team. <laughs> that was probably, he was probably the best player. And then it was probably KCP because he got there around that time too, Loki. Kobe was still playing. KCP? Was still KCP got there, what, in like 2016, 2017? I want to say. Yeah. A year or two. Been the yeah. So he played, he played with those, like, he played with those, some of those, not with like, ryan kelly stuff he played with some of like he played with lonzo ball and like the season before that yeah, I, I, yeah. Can't even, I can't even i can't even remember with, like d-lo he played with like d-lo didn't he no because uh d-lo was number one and kcp was number one well, i don't even know someone someone could yeah. check it out when he comes in but i'm pretty sure it's like 2016-17 he's, he's the longest tenured lake at the moment isn't he at the current moment yeah because the fucking lakers can trade D'Angelo Russell and all these fucking first round like lottery picks for for players that are completely and utterly useless. Sometimes. Bro, bro, they traded that to clear cap for LeBron. That is why they did that trade because they had Timothy Mosley. No, 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 I understand that, but like trading D'Angelo Russell for who was it? Who did they? Did, who did they get? Literally, that, that, I mean, that that says enough as it is because we don't know what they got. <laughs> I'm not buying. Bro, I'm fucking but, but 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 they have to do they have to do that trade because they gave what Mozgov like I, I want to say did they give Mozgov nearly oh, 20, yeah. 20 million yeah Mozgov and Luau Dang Luau Dang those two got massive contracts yeah. yeah and then they had to trade Mozgov to to sign LeBron to kill the cap they didn't have enough oh, cap room oh bro 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 you know what the trade was it was D'Lo and Timothy Mozgov for Brook Lopez in the number twenty seven pick. Oh, that's what it was. That's when we got broke. That's right. But he was on a one-year deal, wasn't he? So, so that was expiring, and that's that. That the Lakers did that because they they must they must have known that they got LeBron. Like they were going to get him. That's why they must have known. Like looking back on it, it's easy to say that, but we didn't realize at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're free enough to go after people in free agency and get them to come to Lakers. Because yeah. my question is to you both, both you Laker boys, is once LeBron retires. And AD signs that contract extension. Do what happens then? They dra what, they, they draft Bronny Jr. and then he carries on the legacy. What happens <laughs> if someone someone what happens if someone picks up Bronny Jr. before you guys do? You trade 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 away all your players again. <laughs> you trade away you trade you get you get four like young players that have potential and just trade them away and say see you later. We're gonna. We're gonna. To be honest, I feel, I feel that the Lakers are like are a team for the now and not for the future, and it's gonna be hard for that team to recover in the next few years. They've always been. Like, they, those teams have always been like that. They always want to be competing I, no matter what. I, I know, but like it's kind of hard to see the lake. Like, you'll have like a great like moment. Say, say hypothetically speaking, the Lakers win two more championships, right? Like, you're pretty much gonna be like championship and then you're gonna be a, a lottery team for the next like four i mean or five years. i mean we don't we don't know that ad I could mean, the NBA, i mean ad's got you'd think at least four years left in the tank of being like an all-star but minimum. do you think do you think ad would last do you think do you think ad's gonna be okay with being stuck like he was in in fucking new orleans i mean it's the lakers i'm sure they're gonna find something bro like some sort of free I agent or like i mean 2021 isn't 2021 literally like the most loaded free agency class like isn't like yeah. harden a free agent Giannis, like paul george like all these people can be like free agents and like chris chris paul like all of those people like literally there's so many good players in that free agency class i'm pretty sure yeah. it's like that one from like it's gonna be like that one from was it last year or two years two years ago right when when Kawhi got traded, that was like the, like there was like I remember the the free agency was better than the season. Like I keep like yeah. I was like looking at my phone, just always waiting on my alerts. I'm like, yo, Woj, Woj, yep, nice. Thank, thanks, Woj bomb. You know, and everyone's like, this is lit. I mean, I don't know what you guys think that there'll be a 
big trade to to change the NBA landscape so much in like a year's time? I mean, who's the biggest name out there that's going to be traded in your the highest probability? And, and what time frame? In a year. A year, as in like by next summer. By next summer, basically. Yeah. Giannis. I don't think he's going to get traded. I, I think, think he, by, by that point, he's already going to be on his new team, I think. And then, bro, to be honest, I feel like the biggest name was, like, someone like Bradley Beal, to be honest, in the next year. Someone like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe Devin Booker is probably another candidate. Or even, like, maybe I, maybe I, I maybe Cat. Cat could be another one. All these no, players I, that... I feel that it would be D-Book first. D-Book first would be the first domino to fall. D- someone needs to trade for D-Book because he's going to... Now I that know, we're mentioning, I know there's rumblings between Buddy Hield moving to. Huh? Buddy Hield. I know. And I know you. Wait, don't who? Know. Okay, who have the Suns trade Devin Booker to? They better be getting like, <laughs> like, exactly. like, 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 like six first round picks because this dude's about to be like, you know, he's got, he's literally gonna be like the next, like, star shooting guard, basically. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be him. It's gonna be him. Fucking Luca. Uh, who else is a I, I, I don't call Luca a shooting guard because he plays basically any position one through three. True, but he's he's a primary. As a forward, like LeBron. A four. Point forward. Oh, I was about Point to say forward. it's kind of weird how the like things have just changed, eh? Like. <laughs> yeah, he's like I would like like like, like 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 he can play power like, forward nowadays. You know what I mean? Like small, but like he plays like a point guard. He's your pick, like. You're doing a pick and roll. He's your pick, not your roll. So therefore, I call him a point forward. Hey, you know not I mean? gonna, not gonna lie. I'm actually looking so forward to watching Luca. Like, bro, like, I, like as a basketball fan, what... I'm literally gonna sit there and just like, like I know, I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna be sitting there watching my friends, and we like, literally just gonna be sitting there, just like, this is the shit. <laughs> like this, this dude is just an absolute savage. Bro, basically, he's the man. He's gonna be the man of the NBA. He's that's gonna be like your LeBron esque player right there. Cause who's who's in the pipeline? Maybe Zion. I mean Giannis. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be him and Giannis, I guess. Him, with, Giannis, with, and then D book if he makes the playoffs again ever in his fucking career. I think Bam's gonna be pretty solid for most of his career as well. It seems like you know. He's, so he's yeah. so he's gonna be our modern day track, is what you're telling me. Right, maybe it wouldn't go that far, but you know. Just say. Bam, I know we're kind of off topic. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe more like, bands, more of like, like a Demarcus Cousins type of player, you know? Bro, the man Demarcus Cousins will never win a fucking chip. Fuck that guy. No, but like I'm saying, like he's got like the skill set sort of similar to Demarcus. You know, he can actually like dribble the ball, pass. You can basically do it all. Like I mean, he doesn't shoot threes. He's not so. strong because Demarcus used a lot of his strength. Yeah. In a, I mean, Bam's pretty. Like, Bam was matching well with AD before injury. Yeah, he's a good player. Like I I I like yeah, him. Yeah, Bam's, Bam's a damn good player. I I, I, I like how he's really versatile. Like, bro, the amount. Okay. Yeah. I, I can literally see the heat. All they do is just run handoffs. <laughs> like it's like, all right, you know what we do, Bam? You just come up to the top, and then someone handoff. Who? We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I swear to God, that's what Eric Spolster just riding up. Hey, it's like. Oh, bro, we <laughs> forgot about fucking uh, what's it called? The Atlanta Hawk player. I forgot his name. Trey Young. Uh, point. Trey Young, yeah. Mate, he's not going to get traded. The Hawks are going to make a trade for someone. No, not not trading, but I'm talking about like the next like the next few stars in the NBA. Oh, Trey Young. I mean, if he carries on, he's going to be like he's quite. We basically got that you know the Knicks like because like Trey Young's kind of like Steph Curry is. Luca's kind of like LeBron is like in a way like they play similar. They have similar numbers, and then you got fucking Dame Lillard. Hey, I like how you said Bam. Is gonna be the modern day Shaq, but isn't Giannis technically the modern day Shaq in a way? No, no. I, w- I would say that Giannis is more of uh, fuck. That their numbers are so similar, bro. <laughs> like literally, look, like especially the I field know, goal percentage I... and like the way that they like. like I'm not saying because Shaq was different. Like he didn't dribble or anything. Like he was to- totally different. They're both totally different dominant players, but they kind of if you like dumb it down to the like simple, they both score at the rim. They both shoot a high percentage at the rim and they don't shoot outside. And Giannis your... is too unique to be. Oh, would I you mean, say thing... be, would he be Vince Carter? And, and if you think about it, he's just as tall. No. I'm not gonna say he's just as strong, but he's pretty built. You know, he's 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 got great strength, and he's you know. 
agile and that's kind of like what Shaq was at that back at that time as well like and i'm like, gonna get i'm gonna get hate for saying this but like i'm not saying they're the same player i'm just saying they have similar yeah. styles like their numbers will look the same because of that because they're both dunking a lot both laying it up you know they're finishing close yeah. to the rim play a big physical style i see what you're saying yeah and and he's good on defense as well i mean he's defensive player of the year wasn't he this year that's what i'm saying is like Shaq and Giannis both like if you see them standing in the paint like you, they block a lot of shots like you're feared of that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Giannis, that's what they... Wouldn't Giannis be more more like Hakeem? Hakeem the dream. Hakeem, Hakeem was too silky, bro. <laughs> like, this dude is like... This dude's like, you get this man, get this man in the post, and you, he's going to just beat you every single time. You ain't going to know what he's going to do. Giannis, you know what he's going to do, but you ain't stopping it. Yeah, Giannis uses his brute strength and athleticism, whereas Hakeem, it was like magic. You're like... Oh, Houdini did. Hey, after this game, then... I, after this game, I'm literally after this, like we finished recording. I'm literally gonna just watch Hakeem highlights. <laughs> just of this man, like, literally, it's just gonna be like literally just like this man's got like all the fakes out of the like literally things I've never seen before. Right? Like you should watch Iverson too. You what? You should. He should watch some Allen Iverson too. Allen Iverson is good. To be honest, like, I feel that, like, the biggest trades that are ever going to happen in the NBA, like, in the next few years is probably going to be either Ben Simmons or, or Joel Embiid get traded. Either fucking Jalen Brown gets moved and D-Book is either traded to some other good team. But I don't know. There's a, a few, lot, a lot can happen. There's in a the there's a few candidates, but it kind of we got we got to specify what biggest trade means because no, like I like, like for instance like, trading like trading Devin Booker to one team might not be the same as trading him to another team. Like he no, might no, like, I, that, I like know, but, they might but depending on the player the on the fit. Like say if you trade D Book to the East, but I mean, but be, I mean we don't know. Yeah, but at that point, free agency could have happened. It could have been like another smaller trade. Someone could have got injured. All these things could play a part. So we don't actually. I'm thinking of that could get traded as like Aaron Gordon from the Magic. I mean, he's not like he's a not huge... more. He's not more. He's mate, not well okay. Ma- okay, if the Magic were gonna trade him, they would have already. <laughs> they would have done it already, man. They've been sitting on that man for years, waiting, waiting. Yeah. Bro, everyone's sitting on fucking Mo Bamba. The man hasn't done anything. Mo fucking Bamba, bro. Wait, who's 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 their other center that they drafted? I know they they drafted somebody before Mombaba. I mean, they got Vucevic. You're not talking about him, right? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Magic Centers. Th- well, I mean, you can probably list like six of them. They have so many. Yeah. I, I still remember when... I, I, we could have a whole episode on the Magic, too, if you really wanted. <laughs> like, bro, bro, we could have a whole episode on the Lakers back when I was talking about those players, you know? I don't know. I, f- I feel that, like, because I know they're going to say the NBA season is about to start in January again for 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 2021. But In January? That's a short turnaround. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, they're, because they're, they missed already, like, they're, they're probably going to half that season. So I was about to say, probably, are you, surely they're just half it. Yeah, they'll, they'll half the season and still probably play in the bowl. I mean, I'm down for no, that. Yeah. I, I I like watching bubble games. Not gonna lie, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of lit watching the bubble games. Like like it seems like seems like the plays that they make are more powerful without the crowd like saying shit. You know, like or like when where someone's at the line, people are booing. Like I don't, I hate that. You know, like these dudes are just playing a game. You should just respect that. You know. And like and, and like and like I don't know like like you know when like when you when like LeBron and like Jimmy were going at it. I just felt like it felt like so much more real because these two like legit were just competing as opposed to like, you know, all the outside noise of all the fans and even yeah, like, like the, I mean, I don't know. The refs, like, I, agree, I guess the refs kind of let them play, didn't they? A lot as well. Like they, they often, Not really, nah. no. I mean, really, no. it was, bro. I mean, if you watch it, there's always f- physical shit, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the refs always going to call shit, eh? Bro, the, ro- the refs call like some stupid ass fouls and I'm like, good it's just you know what gets me it's just when it's just when they go to the table and the review just to look at like a flagrant when someone's running by and it'll be like this and and then and then like it's like uh flagrant one two two free throws and the ball and it's just like 
why and the worst off it takes like five minutes as well because they have to look over it 600 times for no reason and then they get and then they get what is his name steve javi he's just like oh what do you think on the job steve and he's just like you know as you can see the uh the players make clear contact on the ball on the, on the player's forehead so this is indeed a flagrant foul and then it cuts back to the commentators they'll be like oh i agree fully with what steve says excellent <laughs> job and i'm just like dude just get on with the game bro like like <laughs> Like I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was listening to Van dude, Gundy, like, just ready to sock him in the head sometimes during that game. Because like on that one, uh, the Jay Crowder foul or where Jay Crowder fouled the Braun, and his elbow hit him in the face. Van Gundy's yeah. like, "That's an offensive foul. I don't know how that's I don't know, whatever the hell he's saying." I'm like, "Did you not see Jay Crowder like wrap him up?" And then LeBron's kind of like going like this, and like he didn't mean to elbow him. Like yes, the elbow hit him. He's like, "What?" By rule, like that—that's I think that's offense foul versus a defense. Foul. Dude, I've like, I've resorted to listening to games without commentary, and I just like play music, bro. Bro, it's that's funny cool. though. Like, for the memes, I mean, bro. I, I don't know. I I'll put it on when like, like it's the end of the game. You know, like to, but like I just don't like it. Like I can't like it, I just can't do it. They're like, like they're always too like favoring. Like they, because they they probably have to as part of their job. They have to like you know you know like oh the ref made the right call. They probably have to say that they can't they can't call it out, especially in the finals. They're probably not doing that. But like I just I wish I just wish that the refs would just let them play, bro. It's like how can you like why are you going back and looking at something that happened in real time when these dudes are just playing a, a game and there's literally no intention. Like both of these players are like competing. You know you know what I mean? And it's 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 a, it's a physical game, bro. Like I don't know like. Someone was trying to tell me that basketball is a non-contact sport here. And I'm like, hey, bro, have you played? Have you played, man? Like, to, <laughs> you go match up against some 6'8 center. You tell me that shit ain't physical. You know, like. People say that to you. Here's what you got to tell them. This is what I figured out, like, because I've had that conversation with a lot of people. Because people do say, like, what's well, a contact sport? They're the right. I played football. I played basketball. Basketball is a contact sport. People that will say that basketball isn't a contact sport, they think of football or rugby or these these big contact sports. And what those are considered are collision sports. Not a contact sport. Football, rugby, there's big collisions. There's more than just contact that happen in these and like soccer even but like mainly soccer, basketball, like every sport is a contact sport. Even baseball is a contact sport. But football, rugby, these things that people would say are like contact sports and would say that basketball or whatever isn't. I mean, football and rugby are collision sports. Basketball is hundred percent a contact sport. You have it's all- I feel that they also do that for hockey too. They're like Sorry, that's hockey. another. Sorry. Hockey is hockey is a, is a dude. Sport. I've seen some of those games. That is like that's a collision sport. Like these these dudes are like these dudes don't even go for the puck. They're just like, oh, there's someone there. I'm gonna smash him against the glass. Like and yeah, it's just yeah. like and then and then it's just like fine. Like even just like okay, like 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 people don't even care about it anymore. They're just like, oh, it's just a game. Yeah, I can't even I can't even go on the ice. They don't like I can't even skate on the ice. They don't bloody go like like 400 miles an hour with a puck like shooting it around like seven people and just dude, dude those games are lit like uh, should we should we should we uh should we branch out to do the nhl as well i don't know i don't i don't know that's that's the beauty of it we can just uh watch nhl and we can just talk about nothing we know about like we just talk about random it is nothing nonsense <laughs> bro let's talk about fucking chess bro i got you <laughs> Chess. Chess, chess or checkers, bro. I got you, boys. What's a Man. Among Us? Among Us is the modern day chess, okay? <laughs> Think I'm wrong? It's about strategy. Come on now. It's chess. You're not wrong. But what's the odds of the Lakers winning a championship next year? Um, favorite, uh, is, favorites in the West? No, 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 no. Like, and then I know you're biased, but unbiased. Unbiased, okay. I need an unbiased opinion from both of you. I don't know what the exact odds would be. Unbiased, uh, we're probably the favorites because we won, and that's what people do every year, and our team's going to look very similar, or at least the LeBron and AD will, so people put us at the favorites. Um, if the Clippers stay together, we might be like the second odd. Who knows with what, because people tend to like the Clippers right now, and uh, people don't like not don't reward back to back but people tend to think sometimes that people won't go back to back like i think the warriors one year even when they were like the best came in this season at like number two power rankings and they gave the number one to lebron and the uh calves but then they ended up being like the worst 
not the worst, but the worst team that LeBron had had that year. I think that was the year that they ended up like the, the fifth seed. Fifth seed, really. fucking Four, D Rose, Jay Crowder. That was it. That was the one. That was the like when it really became like, like 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 really like that. That was the year when LeBron really like where, where the meme started like properly that he owned Toronto. Eh? That was that year. Yeah. Like when he hit yeah. that like one handed just like. Yeah. this man that, that 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 literally you could just clip that like and just vibe like i'm just vibing like because he just he's like he's just like like, like he was just vibing he was just like running and he just like ah oh, i'm just flowed and just chucked this up and it went in i don't know hey who's okay have, have the clippers announced their next coach have i just missed that no not yet no so I mean, I guess depending on that, and depending if they make trades or sign other players, the Clippers are going to be there. I think the Clippers, regardless, if they keep their team together right now, they'll probably still be, like, top four at minimum, like, you know? Um, like, I mean, I don't know. I guess they'll probably get, like... I, I, see, okay. I've been so confused because I feel like the Clippers and the Lakers, at the start of the season, I've got them reversed. I thought the Clippers were going to be the team that just, like, rips through and, like, wins the chip. And then the Lakers were going to be the team that, like, kind of, like, needs another year to get ready. That's what I thought it was going to be. But it's been completely opposite. Like, the Clippers I mean, the, I, the Clippers were, like, that team that, like, yeah, they're good. And then they just, like, fell apart at the end. And I then, thought that it was going to be kind of just how it happened. Like, I not that – I knew that the Clippers could potentially get there. But I thought that because the Lakers were more veterinary and things like that, that we didn't really need well, that. I mean, I, I initially I, thought the Clippers were a lot deeper. At the start of the season, it looked like they were a lot deeper. But I guess I, I thought they needed a year to get it all together because yeah. I figured they had kind of too much. Like they're gonna figure out. I think this off season, like kind of like what we said, what the Clippers are gonna look like next year. I think they're gonna have to get rid of a, a piece here, a piece there, and have less names potentially to build it together. Because like I don't know, I just feel like they didn't, they did not mesh well this year. Not and not that like they were the worst meshing team by any means, but. And match that Bro, it was it was strange because like you know like because because like you know like Montrez Harrell he like he was the sixth mm -hmm. man of the year right and he had like an amazing regular season got to the playoffs just like didn't work like Louisville was playing okay in the regular season got to playoffs just did nothing you know even like Paul George was like you know great or like pretty solid all year and then got to the playoffs and they just just didn't do anything so like even Kawhi I mean Loki struggled in the final like games like he was like you know not not his usual like self so that's, that's thing, why though. i think they need another year to like get i guess it so well i just i mean i just had it wrong i had the i had them flipped i that, yeah, that, no, that, I that was my initial because i thought it was going to be like though, bro I, I, like... my prediction the start of the year was like clippers and six over the bucks that's what i thought was going to happen that's, that's, that's the thing though like when you look at it on paper like you're going to be like names 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 and then stats of last year but you never really know how these players play in any given year. They could struggle. They could have a down year. They could have, like, the best year yeah. of their lives. I unless, mean, I w I, unless you're the Warriors from, like, four or five years ago, then you know this could yeah. be good every year. Yeah, but the thing is, like, for the Lakers, I was like, I expect this team to be contending. Like, Yeah, yeah, they're lot. contenders. I, I would have thought that they would be They are, They the are one conference. piece away, for sure. Yeah, I, I thought that, that they were they would get bounced in the Western Conference so Finals. So like, should we should we end up on what teams we think are contenders next year? Should we pick four teams that are contenders? Two from each. Two from each. The yeah. Top, two, the, for both conferences. Yeah. Or yeah. like yeah, two, two, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Yeah, two two each. Oh, I guess we can do the Eastern Conference Finals. For no, each. no, 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 because we have to see we have to see who matchups who are for the matchups are for the. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean the two. The, I think the two. Like early, bro. This is early predictions. You know, early, like way too early, like <laughs> predictions. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a day since the Lakers won the championship. I think the top so two teams. I think the top two teams out of the the West will be the Lakers and the Clippers. I would I would probably flip that and make it Lakers Golden State, depending on how well they do that this year. I think that next year it is. Uh... This is gonna be weird, but I think yeah, I think Lakers, uh, Golden State. Yeah, I don't. Man, I don't that's think interesting. Clippers... That's interesting with Golden State. Yeah, because just... they have the second round. They have a second overall pick, and then they still have Andrew fucking Wiggins. And I, 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 I'm sticking with the Clippers. I think. Clippers. I just don't. Hey, I don't hey, the Warriors are gonna be right there. Nick and Nick. I think the Clippers will get. The, the thing is, depending on who their coach is, then you'd probably be like Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna stick with that because I already said it. So, <laughs> but if I'm wrong, 
Uh, it was the Warriors, right? If I'm wrong, there, there, the there is a video of this. If it was, if it's wrong, I'm the Warriors, and I was with you guys. He <laughs> said if it's wrong, I'm the Warriors. That's fine. Mike, I'm gonna go Celtics. Celtics Heat. I I agree. I agree. I would probably go. I'll probably go Heat Nets with KD and the Kyrie. Oh, I forgot about the Nets. Are you, are you the Bulls? No, Make, no Bulls. Making a making a push for fourth seed next year, or they're probably gonna be fucking eight seed. <laughs> I believe that they'll be eight seed. Yeah, Wendell Carter Jr. about to take the next step, brother. Yeah. I mean, I it could it, it could be different. The Nets, the, probably... the Nets. I I think the Nets would be alright. I don't. I don't. I mean. I'm not sure I'm a fan of the KD and Kyrie combination. I mean, they Dude. have Steve fucking Nash as their coach. Dude, I'm yeah. I think the Nets are gonna be. I'm They're sorry. gonna be a fast team. Like, no lie. Nets heat. Nets heat. The Nets. The Nets are gonna be better than the Celtics. But but what about KD coming off his injury? Bro, KD you have Steve fucking Nash, bro. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be that dude? That's like. Is he gonna be KD? You know? Is he gonna be KD? Still KD. He's still KD. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. He's gonna be. Like the Golden State, okay, C KD. You know he's not gonna be that guy. Or even the Golden I mean, State he KD. He is thirty-one. He's about to be thirty-one. You just need the score. You don't need the athleticism. You need the the shiftiness and the scoring ability. And him and Kyrie matched up. So so Kyrie's gonna so Kyrie's gonna be the go-to option. Uh, at first because KD's gonna be coming off injury, so KD's not gonna be coming in. But then I believe. Once it gets established and they're all playing, uh, out I'll, there. I'll, hey, this I'm is gonna right. be people are not gonna agree with me, but I'm not a huge Kyrie fan. I'm not neither am I. Kyrie fine, no fan either. I, he's a, he's a, he, I will give him. He is probably one of the best like in-game like ball handlers ever. Yeah, dude, yeah. dude is amazing, and like, his finishing is amazing. But leading yeah. a team is not his not his thing. I that's what I think about him and Russell Westbrook. I don't know if I've told you guys that before, or if I've said that on a potty episode, or if I've ever told you guys that, but. It's the same kind of thing I think of Russell Westbrook. I don't think Russell Westbrook is leader. I think he's better at being the second attribute to James Harden on the Rockets than he was being the leader of the Thunder. Um, and same kind of thing with Kyrie. That, I don't think that Kyrie that's why that's why I don't think the Nets can be better than the Celtics at next thing, next like season it, because Kyrie's no, going to no, have no, to be that leader because no, Kate, no, Kate, no, bro, you're no, telling no, me no. that KD is going to come out not playing for what like a whole Sweet. season, and then he's going to come out and just be like dropping like thirty a game, twenty five a game. Every I, game. I wouldn't think he would he would drop thirty. He'd probably drop like twenty five. I mean, that, that's asking yeah, quite a lot of a man that's come off an Achilles injury who hasn't played the whole year, like to come out and immediately do it with a new team, with a new player, a new star, like alongside him, a new coach, and like new surrounding players. I know KD is amazing. He's gonna be a good. He's gonna be great. Like KD's always like just an amazing player, but he's not gonna be that like. He's gonna be like I don't know. He probably be. I mean, he could probably drop twenty by the end of the season. But he's gonna take some time to get going. I think. Ty, Ty, I like feel going, like going. Steve, you know. Ty, if I, I feel like if Steve Nash makes fucking Kyrie Irving as a playmaker first and then a scorer, then that'd be a fucking goat team. Well, yeah, I feel like, I mean, that's dependent on Kyrie, then, isn't it? You what? That's up to Kyrie, isn't it? To accept it, accept that role. Kyrie, like you said, if he's okay defer he needs to be okay deferring he's never been okay defer like i don't know if you guys saw the comment he said but he said that he's excited about this upcoming season or next season because he finally has uh, a teammate that he feels like he doesn't have to take the last shot with or like talk about kd basically saying like i finally have somebody who i don't know if i just take the last shot or he could take the last shot like we're both that good at in clutch moments or whatever and it's like wait 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 you're on a team with lebron for a few years and he got you a chance <laughs> so people like ripped that comment apart and like really looked into it they're like are you taking a hit at lebron like is that what you're doing Kyrie?" and the thing is i think that Kyrie really does like think like that like Kyrie is like what you said like we all aren't the biggest fans of him and i think the, the reason that i'm not the biggest fan of him i think he's kind of like selfish and i think he needs to realize that if he wants to win if he wants to do certain things he can't be so selfish and like um like individually driven he has to be like organizationally driven you know what I mean? I feel like he 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 drives for himself and his own, like what he wants, way more so than uh, like what the team should be doing. Hey, you know sp- what I'm saying? Sp- sp- speaking of Kyrie, have you guys seen the Social Dilemma on Netflix? No. What? The Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma on Netflix. There's a there's a there's a scene in there with Kyrie. It's about like believing conspiracy theories. 
and, and, and I, I don't know if you've seen this but it's like you know when he said the earth's like he believes that the earth's the moon's flat or the earth's flat whatever yeah, yeah and then like he's like you know what he said he what? said he said that he fell down a youtube rabbit hole yeah like like, like like he watched like all these recommended youtube videos saying how like the earth's flat and watched them all and he said yeah. he and he said he believed it yeah that's that's in that documentary on, on netflix i feel that to be honest like kyrie irving is like alan iverson but much more fucking like, just like hips like a hipster version <laughs> yeah he's like the hipster yeah. alan iverson like like he's from a like he's lived in australia his whole life you know he's just like yeah. just like a bit of an outsider you know but the thing is like you could see similar similarities between him and ai they were both they're both scorers they try to lead their teams to the, the nba finals by himself and then like much to much to their own fault as well yeah but the th that's the thing like i feel dude, that dude, Kyrie hey, no, no one believed me when i said i said this when Kyrie went to the like the Celtics. it was like sort of around the first time like you know the first few games when Kyrie was in celtics he put up like a few good games and yeah. then i was like i'm telling you if you put Kyrie and kimba on the same team they're gonna probably have about the same impact because 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 like loki kimba kimba like fit his role pretty well on that team so like like they, they're quite similar in that role like because I, I think if Kyrie like, had like a bit of mentality, he'd like you know be like much much better than Kimba. Though, like, but like because Kimba's cause, been on a losing team for all exactly. If if Kimba was more experienced, then we'd be saying that Kimba is like more of like a like a like a clutch player, like a better like you know winning player than than Kyrie. Yeah. But because because like they both have their weaknesses, you know, like Kimba's got that yeah. experience, and then Kyrie's got his like you know like overconfidence he wants and, his own team. yeah yeah yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a selfishness so they each have their own weaknesses but like they kind of fit the role exactly the same on the team in fact timber probably fits a little bit better wouldn't you say because he's not you know taking away things from other players and and that's why i mean that's why i think the Celtics will get through because jason tatum is only gonna get better he's jason tatum is like already basically like top 20 player in the league bro we're about to get shitted on by the people who live in milwaukee my guy <laughs> we haven't even talked about Milwaukee. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess they'll be there because I think. I mean, Milwaukee gonna get. They're gonna keep Giannis. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. Is, I don't where, think he's leaving. Either, where is he gonna go? Like, he's he needs to be the star of a team. He's not. He's not just gonna pack up his things and go to Charlotte. You know, he's not gonna go. He's, he's not gonna go to Chicago. He's not gonna go to Chicago. I'm sorry, but he's probably not. You know, like why? Like why would he? What is there to entice him to these places? You know, Milwaukee have treated him well. I'm sure they're probably gonna. What's probably gonna happen? They're gonna work something and say we need to get these players, get these players, and we're gonna compete. That's probably what's gonna happen. Person I see going to Chicago, if anybody, he's gonna suck saying as a Laker fan, but I see AD going to Chicago just because it's home. And no, he's not. He's not leaving. He, he's I'm won a chip. Saying, I'm just saying he could. It, like, I think that I don't know if you heard, you guys saw the post game stuff last night. Did you guys see what LeBron was saying? No, and everything? no. no. When he was getting his um, MVP trophy, the Finals MVP trophy, they asked him basically like, they asked him about him and his relationship with AD. So he basically starts talking about like how um, he felt like he's like, I know how AD felt because I spent X amount of years in Cleveland. You know, I felt like I couldn't get over that hump, and I just needed like something extra, like something else, someone you know, not to do it on yeah. my own. I needed something to push me over this hump because I couldn't get over this hump, couldn't get a finals yeah. win, right? So mm -hmm. I go to Miami, and that's what D-Wade was. He's like, they were that extra help, that my help, my push. He's like, they give me my championship ring. They show me what it's like to be a winner, to have championship mentality and all this. He's like, so now here's what I am doing to this guy. So like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not that I'm reading into it too much, but like I can see AD taking the route of like once LeBron's gone and he has – I don't know how many championships we're going to win or if we're only going to have this one now, but it's like once AD has a ring and knows how to do it, maybe he wants to go do it for home too because he learned it's how awesome, to do it right? in the Lakers and the Bulls are going to have cap space here in a few years and he might be joining somebody there. Bro, I, put I him mean, on a team with Luka and fucking Kristaps, bro. You what? Put it, put AD on the team with Luka and Kristaps, my guy. That's an easy <laughs> fucking chip right there. And Jokic. Jokic is the sixth man. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, Jokic is your point guard, bro. What you mean? Uh, uh, all right, that's like fifty minutes, bro. All right, cool. I think that's enough. <laughs>